Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast episode number 9. I wanted to apologize that no podcast got done last week. I had to take an emergency vacation, but I was back for Sunday. We had a lot of things going on with the family estate of my mother-in-law, and um, so we I had to be part of it, and we had to travel out of town for it. I thought it would be back, but I didn't get back in time, so there was no one to take over, but... I am back and today we're going to talk about our Bible study how God works then we're going to have all of our prayer requests and we got a number of prayer requests today and then in God's teaching us in a different way we're going to talk about time flies that's a story I'm going to read to you from that weekly journal of practical Christian living so we got a lot to get to today, so let's pray and let's get started. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you right now, take a coal of heaven's altar and anoint these lips of clay. I ask you, Lord, to meet every need, meet every situation, meet every question. Just take that, my voice be your tool, let my body be your tool, Jesus. We just ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you got your Bibles with you, I want you to open them up to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter number 6. Verse of 2 Corinthians chapter number 6. And we're going to look at verse 2. And it says, For he said, I have heard thee in a time of acceptance, and in the day of salvation have I scorned thee. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of your salvation. Giving no offense in anything that ye minister, be or blame, but in all things, proving ourselves as the ministers of God in much patience and affliction and necessity and distress, in the stripes and imprisonment and triumph, in labor, in watching and in fasting. By prudence of knowledge and long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Ghost, by love and unfringe, by the word of truth, the power of God, and by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left, by honoring and dishonoring, by evil reports and good reports, deceivers and let true, as unknown and yet well-known, and dying, and behold, we live as chastens, and not killed, as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as poor, yet making many rich, as having nothing, and yet possessing all things. Okay? Now, basically this is giving a summary here, that God is with us, even when we're wrong, and when we're right. How God works with this. Well, we're going to share a little story about the guy at Bethesda that was lame and he could not walk in the water like everyone else would get healed and blessed. And because there's supposed to be a certain pool that when people claimed they walked in it, they were healed of their infirmities. Well, it came time every time. 
he wanted to go in next. Someone else came in and took it. He couldn't, people couldn't carry him in. He had to do it on his own. Well, Peter came to that pool one day and basically said, what's the problem? He says, well, I can't get in the pool when this gets stirred up. And because when I get ready to go in there, someone else goes there and takes it. He recognized that he needed help. He needed God to help him. All right, that's what Peter was telling him. And Peter told him, get up walk and into it now mind you this guy this guy is a guy that can't walk he's paraplegic he's lame but God told Peter to tell him to get up and walk because he acknowledged he acknowledged that he needed God to to help him he took the faith he got up and he walked in the pool and he was instantly healed without even walking in the pool why because he acknowledged he's needed help and God was there to heal him that's the first thing the way God works God wouldn't don't want us to be robots he only he can heal you at any time he can do it at any time. But he gave you a choice. He gave you a will. He gave you a thing to come to him and ask him when it's time. Now, sometimes God's work when we're asking him things ain't the acceptable time. Sometimes we got to wait for God to come to us. When it is time for it to be taken care of. And that means. Sometimes God heals us interesting, in, instantly. Sometimes God waits. Sometimes God has a reason. And the reason is because God knows the middle. The beginning and the ending of our lives. He knows exactly when he to come. Now my mother-in-law. God rest her soul. Had a, a saying, God is never late, he's never early, he's right on time. She told us a story one time about, and they had no money, about the cooking um, propane in the trailer they were staying in. They just had it filled and somehow it leaked out. And now they were worried about when they were going to be able to get the stuff to cook. And trying to figure out the problem. First they took it to the Lord. Then all of a sudden in the mail that same day. The same day they needed was a back check from GM. From her husband. And it was enough money to go and cover. Getting more propane in there. So they, she could cook and feed her family. Because at this time, my father-in-law, I think, had to do a little bit of service in the war. Or he did something for the war. So he was, you know, but it was more stateside here. He, I don't know if he stayed with my mother-in-law at, at their trailer or what it was. I mean, on the farm or not. 
but my uh, mother-in-law and my older brother-in-law, which has passed away now too, David, was living in that trailer. But God made sure those needs are met. But he does it in the time it is needed. Because if he would have gave that check sooner, it's possible they would have spent that check on something else. See, we also got to remember, we got to be good stewards on what God gives us and how to spend it. Alright? So, what have we learned? We've got to learn, we need to tell God that we need His help. And two, we got to wait on the answer. Alright? So, quick and short Bible story today, Bible study today. And you know, sometimes God does that. Sometimes He allows the Bible story to be, to study to be long. Because he has a lot to say and sometimes God wants to get right to the point. And that's the thing. He wanted to get right to the point today. The meat of the matter. The way it works. You got to ask me for help. I'm not going to intervene unless you, you invite me to. And two. You got to wait on me to give it to you in the right time. Sometimes he'll do it fast. Sometimes he might wait a while. Sometimes it might be a few years. But you keep praying and you keep asking until God settles it. Alright. At this time, we're going to go into the prayer request segment. And some of this you guys know already. My dad, his name is Jim, he has an aorta he has a aneurysm on his aorta. So we need prayer for that. Um, we got to pray for a brother in the Lord, and he's like my real brother, like from another mother, and his name is Dan, and he's been having trouble with his blood pressure. He was supposed to get Thursday, last Thursday, a brain scan on his brain to, to see if there's any problems of a bleed or something, and I haven't heard anything yet, but we're going to keep him on there. Then we're going to pray for one of God's internet church group church which is uh this is a sister broadcast too um it's part of the same broadcast her name is margaret and she lost her mother around the same time we lost my mother-in-law then we've been praying for a guy named lloyd on our street and he's in stage five cancer and his immune system has gone but the way my wife's talking he's starting to get better so hallelujah then I have an unspoken request from another brother in the Lord, and he's like my brother from another mother. In fact, I call both these guys my brother. His name is Sean. He has an unspoken, and we're not going to go into details about that. Then I want to pray for my brother-in-law, Paul, because he's making decisions about the estate. He don't believe in God. Well, he, well, he believes in God, but he's kind of backslidden. But... I'm going to ask God to help him make the right decisions for him and for my wife, especially about the house. Then I got a friend named Paul in Georgia. His back is bottomed so bad, so we're going to pray for his back, and then I'll try to get an update on that. And then for us, 
on some of these decisions that my brother-in-law is going to be making affects us. So we want God to get his two cents in on this for us too. And I'm not going to go into details there. We're going to do it in an unspoken. And then my cousin Heather Yates, I think it is, we found out she's like, she's a second cousin to me. Her mother is her first, my first cousin. And we found out that she has breast cancer. Heather's got breast cancer. So we need to pray for all these nine people. And they'll stay on the list until we hear differently. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I got to put my mom on there too. Sorry. Because she's got an issue going on with her heart. And we don't know if she needs a heart calf or not. They're trying medications because they don't really want to give her the heart calf. Because last time they did that, she had a little minor stroke. And we don't they don't want that to happen again. So we need to pray for her that everything works out there too. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, right now in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you are Jehovah Jireh, our provider. We thank you, Jehovah Nisi, the Lord that heals us. We thank you, Lord, that you're in control of all life and things going on in this earth. And Lord, right now, you're the great physician. You're the great architect. You build these bodies. And Lord, I just ask you to go in to each and every individual's life right now. Lord, go in and fix what's going on. Like my dad, Lord. Go in and stop that interism, Lord Jesus. And and either make it disappear or stop growing. Go in, Lord, and fix my mom's heart so she won't need this heart calf, Lord Jesus. And Lord, I ask you to be with my brother Dan. And I ask you to go inside his head. And whatever caused this blood pressure to happen, Lord Jesus, we just ask you to take care of it. And I ask you to be with my, my cousin Margaret, Lord, and part of the group, and so is my dad and mom. I just ask you to touch and heal her and help her through these griefs of her dad and her mom. Because her dad died a few years ago, but she's still grieving there. And help her with the grief of her mother. And Lord, I ask you to be with my brother Sean, like a brother to me, Lord, from another mother. And I just ask you to take care of the needs that he needs to be done. And Lord, I lift up my brother-in-law to you right now in the name of Jesus. I just ask you, Lord, let him do everything the way you want it, Lord. Let everything be done fairly like his mom wanted, Lord. And I'm not praying that he's not doing anything fairly because he is trying to do everything fairly. I'm just, Lord, I just want you to make him, let him make the best decisions for both. Not just because of more money, but because what is right. And Lord, I ask you to be with my brother Paul out there in Georgia, Lord. He's like a friend to me, a mother from another father, a, a brother from another mother. But Lord, his back is bothering him. We just ask you to touch and heal his back. And Lord, I just ask you to be with us, Lord, in these situations that Paul is making the decisions on, Lord. And let him realize he's affecting our lives too. And let him realize, Lord, that he has a house, Lord. May, let him work strongly for him to try to let this house be for us. And Lord, I just ask you to be with Heather, Lord. I just ask you to touch her breast and take away this breast cancer and heal her. In the name of Jesus, I ask you all this. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. God is good and he's good all the time.
Well, we're coming into the last segment, besides our closing segment, of this podcast today. And it's called, the story I'm going to read to you is Time Flies. Time Flies. This is by... It's a true story by Laura L. Bradford. And it says, Overwhelming by problems, I didn't want to get out of bed that morning. Changing and clinging into my pillow, I prayed, Lord, I can't make it without your help. Please give me the courage and strength I need to get through this day. My recovery from cancer surgery had proven to be long battle, and I'm anticipating even though I hadn't need to like take a follow-up treatment like chemo. I still felt weak months after the surgery. As a result, many household tasks have been neglected for a long and exhausting for me to even think about everything that needed to be done. However, my cancer recovery and the resulting list of chores were my, weren't my only concern. Many of my loved ones from my family members, numerously people in my church, were also engulfed in overwhelming problems. All of us were eager to serve God by sharing the good news with struggling unbelievers around us. But our own troubles left us with little time uh, or strength to reach out to others. As I lingered in bed that morning, praying for all the needs I sensed the Lord nudging me to do, get up and face the day. Slowly, reluctantly, I erased, eased my feet to the floor as I prayed, Lord, please, please help us. Make all this heaviness go away. After donning my bathrobe, I potted wearing into the living room, curious to know what the weather looked like. I opened the curtain to see God quickly answered two of my prayers. Outside my window, an enormous hot air balloon hovered just above the trees. But this wasn't just any hot air balloon. The big blimp, looking like an old-fashioned alarm clock, with a few Zandy-ad futures, wide-eyed, had a happy smile decorated clock face, while its hands indicated eight, the time of 8.18 that placed them at the perfect angle of from a silly mustache above the clock. Board, board grain. Staring in disbelief at the hairiest sight, I muttered what in the world before erupted my in laughter. I totally forgotten that our town was in the midst of its annual balloon stampede. Every year people from across the United States come here to launch their hot air balloons that they that day lunch has taken place at a nearby park in the early morning, when breeze generally remains light. The breeze was so light that morning, they smile, the smiling clock balloon seemed to be stuck just above my living room window. 
As I stood laughing at the sight, I wondered if Jesus calmed that wind just for me, so he could see, could use that silly balloon to shift my focus away from my discouraging thoughts. After all, he had pierced me out of bed at the perfect time to enjoy the hilarious distraction. Waiting to remember that delightful moment, forever I grabbed my cell phone and took a picture. As I did, it occurred to me that the silly blimp couldn't be named. Time flies. I quickly googled balloon stampede, and my laughter resumed when I saw that I've gotten the name right. By then, time flies has disappeared, surprisingly through my discouraged thoughts have also disappeared. They've been replaced by the delight in God's perfect solution to the misery. For the rest of the morning, the Lord kept reminding me of the numerous other occasions when he turned bad situations around for good, both in, the, in my life and in my lives of people I love. Memories of those occasions brought such encouragement. I decided to give every challenging situation to Jesus and to leave it all in his hands. Then I pray for wisdom to keep from falling back into Satan's trap of discouragement. It's been almost a year since time flies hovered outside. My living room window. And time truly has flown. The days have sailed by so quickly. I find it difficult to remember the circumstances which caused my heaviness back then. But recently, I had a brief relocation when my memory is stirred by news stories of this year's upcoming balloon stampede. It amazed me to realize how much has changed in less than a year. Time I've not only regained by physical strength, my feeling melastically better than I felt in years. I also been able to catch up on my backlog of chores. Now I'm free to pursue more ambitious goals the Lord has placed before me. And to praise God, I'm not the only one who's seen improvement. Everyone from my family members to church friends are also doing better. Not all this per not all is perfect, but not every problem has been resolved, but always have I been able to rest, worrying, but the every situation change has come time flies by accompanied by countless of blessings. The greatest blessing is that everyone individually faith, as well as our corporate faith, has been made stronger as well. Determined to move forward by the guidance of the Holy Spirit, I wish life could always. Please forgive me, I said, go smoothly, that difficulties wouldn't threaten us on our daily basis. And yet, the memory of a silly hot air balloon still has me marveling that. A time flies by our faith keeps rushing helper because of our trials. We're learning to soar on the heights of our ever-growing trust in Jesus. As the scripture says, those who trust in the Lord 
will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like an eagle. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Isaiah 40, 31. Amen. What did this story teach us? We got to trust God and do what he says. And we got to pray and ask God that we need help. And when he does, he can take the foolish things of the world like a hot air balloon to make you feel better and stronger in him. They give you a smile on your face and a memory to help you remember how God helped you. We got to wait on God when it's time. But he is there, but you got to be willing to let him help you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I hope this podcast is blessing you like it's blessing me. And if you go to Google, and I found out, if you're interested, um, looking at past podcasts on Anchor, all you got to do is Google God's Internet Church Podcast. And it will show all the episodes here that you can listen to. Which is the ninth episode here today. And it will show the 55 on Anchor. And I might be taking one day a week. To record, record one podcast after another. Until they're all back on. On Hopper Hub. But on that note, I'd like to thank you for listening. And if this podcast has been a real blessing to you, I ask you to invite your friends and your family to listen. So they can listen too if they're not together in their own time. Just like you listen. And that way we can help heal a lost and dying world for our Lord Jesus Christ. And help Christians that need help in the time of trouble. On that note, I'm your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, saying see you next time for God's Internet Church podcast, episode number 10, tomorrow. God bless you all, and have a great day.